Hey friends, this is Rachel Mitchell, and this is Living on Mission Podcast, the podcast for women who want to live out their faith in all areas of life and not just in the church pew on Sunday. I'm a homeschool mama of two who is building a thriving wellness business from my kitchen table, and I am passionate about discipling my family and other women in their faith. Every day is an adventure that we get to live out with Jesus. So let's go, my friend. I am so excited that you're here. Right. Happy, happy Christmas at the time of this airing. It is less than a week uh, before Christmas. And I know that it is such an exciting time that it is like a time that you're soaking up and celebrating Advent and time with your family and the birth of our Lord. Um, But I also know that it is a time when you are really starting to get serious and to think about setting some goals for your health and for your body in the new year. And I, I, love that. Like, I love that at any time of the year, I don't care what time of the year it is. I love that women who love the Lord and want to seek him and follow him are, are really thinking about how can I take care of my body? But I also know, like, I also know from my own personal experience that a lot of times when we start to think about setting goals for our health and for our body, they're really rooted in things that are temporary, like losing five pounds or getting back into a pair of jeans. Not that that's temporary, but um, it, it, it may not be something that that sticks for the long haul because what I did for a lot of years, oh my gosh, for so many years. Now, listen, I didn't have huge struggles with, with weight loss until after I had my children um, until I really honestly created some really horrible behaviors and habits while I was pregnant and nursing. And you can go back. I'll, I'll link to an episode in the show notes uh, where I share my health and fitness story, because I think it's important to understand like where I'm coming from, because, you know, a lot of you may watch me or follow me on social media and it looks like I have it all together. And it's so easy for me to take care of my body and to steward it well and to make healthy decisions. Well, that's not the case. Listen, like what you see today, the Rachel that you see today, the woman who is stewarding her body well, who is inviting God into it, who is making decisions based on what type of woman do I want to become versus what's the temporary next goal that I can hit. And I say temporary because what happens is that when we hit a goal, we have to set a new one, right? So you're working towards a goal for a certain amount of time, but when you hit it um, either. So what I used to do is what I would do is I would hit the weight loss goal, lose the five pounds and be like, oh, shoot, I am done. I can stop working out. I can stop making healthy choices. I can go back to living life and eating the way that I was living before, right? And so that is when I'm talking about why I'm going to encourage you to focus on habits over goals. That's the number one reason goals come and go. But when you set habits, when you create habits, when you work towards habits that actually change who you are, that's when you really start to see the long-term change, the lasting change, the fulfilling change, the change that gives you confidence, not just in yourself and your choices, but in your creator. 
And so that's what I'm talking about on this episode. I am talking about why and how um, I want to encourage you to set habits that actually last, right? And so this week on my my social media, um, actually, I think just yesterday, I shared a quote from, his name is Dr. Bob Cotillo, and he was on an episode of Jenny Allen's Made for This Podcast a couple of years ago, but it is something that has struck stuck with me ever since. And he said, he said, Christ came in a body. And when Christ chose to come in a body, it changed forever. Our understanding of the body as something that was integral to who we are as human beings. And so I love, like God has opened my eyes tremendously to the fact that his word is actually filled with scripture that talk about stewarding our bodies well. And that's what habits are. Habits are stewarding your body well. Just like I believe that we will give an account for the time that we were given. I believe that we'll give an account for the family that we were given. I believe that we'll give an account for the ministries that we were given um, and what we did with them. I believe that we will also give um, a an account for what we did with our bodies, right? And so we all know that verse so well. First Corinthians 6, 19. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. And when I talk about that verse with some women, they're always like, oh, he was talking about sexual sin, right? Yeah, okay, maybe, but our body is our body regardless. And what we choose to do with it or not do with it is stewardship of our body. And so whenever we're talking about entering into 2024, I really want to challenge you to stop setting, stop setting just goals for yourself. Yes, you can set goals for yourself, but don't let that be the main focus. Instead, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to ask yourself this question with each bite that you take, with each workout that you do, with each, with each fast food drive-through that you pass by, um, you know, whatever it is with each choice that you make for your body, ask yourself, who am I becoming? Am I becoming a woman who stewards her body? Well, am I becoming a woman who worships God with her body? Am I becoming a woman who is stronger for the things that God has called me to do? Or am I becoming a woman who is drifting farther and farther away from that, right? Um, and so that's where I want to challenge you to focus on habits because habits, oops, excuse me, sorry, that was really loud. Um, habits actually show us like where we are going, right? And so God told us, God told us in his scripture, um, it says in Philippians 1, 6, I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ. And I believe that that applies to our bodies and to our health as well. And so some habits that I want to challenge you to start to think about creating in 2024 that are going to help you steward your body well, that are going to stick even on hard days, even on the days after you reach the goal and you're like, oh, I've created a habit of living this way. I'm going to keep doing it. Right. Um, so in my boot camps, in my boot camps, they're called the full life project. It's rooted in John 10, 10, that Jesus came to give us a full life, you know, um, I talk about habits a lot and some of the main habits that I challenge my clients to actually adopt and to, to, 
make their normal, their normal, not just something we do for a short period of time in order to hit a goal, but I actually challenge them to make this their new normal for the rest of their life. First, working in is what I call it, working in. And that is just getting into God's word before you work out, before you open your social media, before you check your email, before you do anything, okay, is working in. Because when we start our day, when we start our day rooted in the word of God, that is where God speaks to us. That is where we learn from him. That is where the Holy Spirit moves and convicts us. And do you know what? Being healthy is a lot about conviction. It's a lot about understanding what God's word says about our, our bodies and our habits and our behaviors. Um, um, being healthy is, is really realizing our worth and our value in Christ. Um, being healthy is really being motivated and encouraged and, and just fueled by the fact that God has put us here. If you are a follower of Christ, if you're a Jesus girl, if you've accepted, accepted him as Lord and savior, you have work to do. Like he has given you talents and gifts and abilities, and he has given you a mission field, whether it's right there in the middle of your home, or it's a job you go to every single day or whatever it is a Sunday school class that you teach, or maybe you lead a ministry, God has given you work to do. And if we understand those things that we are valuable, that our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit, that we have work to do while we're here this short time on earth, that, you know, trashing our bodies is not good stewardship of what God gave us for a temporary time, then you are going to be motivated to make healthier choices throughout the day, throughout the week and so forth, right? So make a habit of starting your day with God's word. Now, listen, I know I know that if you are a mama of young little kids and they wake you up or you're breastfeeding through the night or or they get up super early, I know that it might not be ideal to start that way. Make it work for you. Make it work for you. You know, like pull up your, your Bible app on your phone while you breastfeed or, or listen to some scripture while you take the kids to school. It's not going to hurt them to hear it either, right? Um, but definitely, definitely, as soon as you can, get into the word of God before you do anything else for the day. All right. So that's habit number one. Um, habit number two is obviously movement. You guys, God created our bodies to move. Like there's no doubt in my mind. He created our bodies to move. When we move them, we get stronger. When we move them, we live longer. When we move them, it, it releases endorphins and serotonin in our brains that make us happier and that help us to think more clearly and helps us to make better choices. So whether it is walking for 15 minutes while you push a stroller or while you walk with your kids or you walk the track while your kids are at basketball practice or baseball practice, or you have a, a program, a workout program or a gym membership, like move your body in some way every single day. And if you're listening to me, and you have it, you don't do anything. And that seems overwhelming to you. Just get off the couch. Like I'll never forget when I first started um, sharing my fitness journey on social media back around 2014, 2015, I had this one chick who messaged me one morning and she was like, Rachel, and I posted a sweaty selfie every single morning on Facebook. And she said, Rachel, I got up and I went for a walk this morning because I knew I was going to see you uh, post your workout on social media. And I wanted to get it done before you posted. And this is not somebody who ever joined me as a client. She didn't buy anything for me, nothing like that. 
couch. I just motivated her to get off the couch. And we do that for each other. We inspire each other onto greatness. And so if you are making movement, walking, walking the dog, you know, going for a run, pushing play on a workout, going to the gym with your spouse or while your kids are in school or whatever it is, if you are making movement a priority, you're doing good things for your body, but listen, you're also inspiring someone else to make healthy choices. Don't you doubt it. All right. Um, so, so that's the second one, just get some movement in every single day. And obviously that's what I help women do. If you need help finding a workout program or a workout plan or things like that, at least I'm a message away, like just message me on social media or, or my email here. I would love to help you do that. The third thing is, is to keep the junk out of the house. This has to be a habit. If you are a, a fellow binge eater or someone who struggles with PMDD around your period, um, if you have any of those issues, disordered eating, things like that, um, you have just got to be a big girl and get the junk out of the house. Like I hear so many mamas say, but my kids love that. Or I don't want to take that away from my kids or whatever, or I bought it. So I don't want to waste it and throw it away. I don't, I don't care if you struggle, it has to go. It has to go. So some things that I don't keep in my house because I struggle with self-control are things like Oreos, um, birthday cake. Um, let's see what else. I love certain types of chips. I just don't keep them in my house unless it's a special occasion. And even then they're there for a temporary period. If you make it a habit to remove the things that you keep falling prey to, then you are going to see long-term success in your health. All right. Another example, um, maybe it's not something in your house, but maybe every single day you are tempted to go through a drive-thru and get a biscuit or a donut or some French fries or um, a hamburger that you know is is not healthy for you. If it's an everyday temptation, drive a different way to work. Make it a habit to remove yourself from the temptation until you grow strong enough to say no. All right. Um, the third one, I mean, the fourth one would be to start adding vegetables to every single meal. And you may be like, Rachel, that's so boring. I don't care. I don't care. It boring to you, but I'm telling you it works. It works. If you start to say, Hey, how can I incorporate vegetables at every single meal? And you start a meal with the vegetables. So let's say at breakfast, you maybe you throw a handful of spinach into your shake or you, you cut up some tomatoes and, and spinach and you put it in an omelet or some scrambled eggs, or maybe you just have some steamed spinach. I don't even love spinach that much. I don't know why I keep saying spinach. I do put it in my shake cause I can't really taste it. Uh, but I don't love spinach. Uh, but maybe it's something else. Like you roast up some, some Brussels sprouts or some asparagus and you throw that in with your eggs and whatever it is that you eat with breakfast, find a way to add vegetables to every single meal and you will start to actually crave it more, but they're also going to work for you and not against you. And so making veggies most a habit is going to be something that really pays off in the long run. And you're honestly, newsflash, you're going to start to crave them. Even if you don't like a single vegetable today, you are going to start to crave healthier food. The more that you put it into your body and the more that you get the junk out. Okay. I have clients who come to have come to me and they're like, Rachel, I don't eat any vegetables whatsoever. And you're not going to convince me to. And lo and behold, just over time, slowly, they started to make it a habit of adding vegetables to their meals and they are thriving from it. All right. So never 
say never. God is bigger than all of your struggles, than all of your strongholds. And he says, cast all your cares on him. And if that's something that you struggle with, you can say, hey, God, help me to eat more vegetables. Help me to like vegetables. Help me to crave vegetables. And he is there and he is willing to do that for you. I believe it. I believe it. God wants you healthy and strong. And so those are just a couple of examples. Now you can make, gosh, you can make healthy habits you can have it stack all day long. One healthy habit can lead to another and another and another and another. But just start. Just start with these simple things. In 2024, instead of just saying, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the gym and go every single day. That's great. If you do those things, that's great. I will cheer you on until the cows come home. But what's going to happen when you hit that goal? What happens next? Do you stop? Or do you keep going because you've created habits that actually stick for the long term? And that's why, that's why I'm challenging you in 2020, <laughs> I can't talk, in 2024 to make habits your goal over just setting specific fitness goals. And there's one, there are a couple of verses that I really, really, really want to share with you. Uh, when I think about habits, I think about the long term. I think about discipline. I think about determination. Um, I think about, you know, stick with itness. I love to use that term, stick with itness. And there are some scripture verses. I was like, okay, God, give me some verses that that have helped me and that I know will help someone else. And here are a few of them. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say them, but they're also gonna go in the show notes as always. Um, the first one is 2 Samuel 23, and then it's verse 12. And it says, But Shema stood his ground in the field, defended it, and killed the Philistines. The Lord won a great victory that day. And so I, I can't tell you exactly when the first time was that I read that verse and it really just popped out to me from my scripture reading. But all I could see was this man, Shema, everybody else in this situation, everybody else had fled, but Shema stood in the middle of the field. He stood his ground, he defended it, and he did what God had put them put him there to do. And it says the Lord won a great victory that day, not because there was this massive battle and all these soldiers, but because one man did what God told him to do, because one man wouldn't back down. Because one man defended what God had given him to do. And that's the way I see our stewardship of our bodies. God has given you your body. He's not given it to your spouse, to your doctor, to your kids. He has given you your body to steward and defend it, right? And that's what I see habit stacking as. That's what I see healthy habits as. It's just us actively, proactively defending our body. And it gets to a point where you can do it without even having to think about it. You're going to keep showing up and opening your scripture, even on the days you're tired, you're going to go for a walk because you've made a habit of it. You're going to order that salad when you're out to lunch because you've made a habit of veggies most. That's you standing your ground, okay? And so that's the first verse. The second verse is, um, this is 1 Corinthians 6, 12. And we know this verse well, but listen, think of it from a standpoint of creating habits that last, okay? Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. Healthy habits, that's just allowing yourself to be mastered by good things, by holy things, by healthy things. Now, yes, of course, we can make an idol out of being healthy and, and healthy eating, but listen, not in this sense. 
everything is permissible. You can have that Big Mac and fries. I say that because that was my like drug of choice. You can have that, that Wendy's milkshake and fries. You can have that daily donut and, and sugary coffee and chicken biscuit and hash browns. Again, those were my foods of choice. Um, but it's permissible, but is it beneficial? It's permissible, but are you being mastered by it? Do you plan your day around what you're going to eat, um, how much you're going to eat, when you're going to get to eat alone? That's being mastered by something. And when you replace those behaviors with healthy habits, you're saying, listen, this is permissible, but it's not beneficial. This is permissible, but I'm not going to let it master me. And that is a key verse in helping you create habits that last and ha- help you actually get to those goals, right? Um, and then, of course, another one that we know well is Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And I was thinking, I was, I was praying and planning this podcast, and I was like, God, what do you want me to say? Like, what do you want me to say to the mama who just feels like she can't break the cycle? What do you want me to say to the woman who struggles with PMDD and every single month she finds herself like knee deep in a tub of Oreo ice cream? Like, what do you want me to say to the mama who who feels like she's too busy and she has to grab the donut or she has to to eat fast food in the drive through? Listen, I'm here. I'm doing the hard things. There are other women out there doing the hard things. You are, it says, since you are surrounded by such a cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us. And a lot of times, the biggest thing that's hindering you that hindered me for years was my mind. It was the lies that I allowed Satan to whisper into my head that you can never do this. You can never stop circling that mountain of self-defeat. You can never give up the cookie dough. You can never give up the, the morning biscuit runs. You can never do this, Rachel. But this scripture verse says we can, and you are surrounded by people who are cheering you on and you can run the race with perseverance. And listen, I never ever, ever want to be the woman who says, I can't go on a mission trip with my kids because I'm too, too overweight and I can't walk that much. I never want to be the mom who says I can't, you know, get out and and go for a run with my kids as they're training for their sports because I just can't run because my heart is not healthy enough. I never want to be the woman who who has and is stewarding or mentoring um, another young person. And I set a bad example for her, right? Like I want to run the race with perseverance and creating habits that give life to my body that make me strong physically and spiritually and mentally, that is running a race with perseverance. So I just want to give you this challenge as we near the end of 2023 and go into 2024, challenge yourself. Sure. Set your goals. Do that. If that's something that you want to do, but before you set your goals, ask yourself what habits need to go And what healthy habits can I replace those with? And start to work on that. The goals will happen. You will meet them. You'll start to see your body change, your health change, get off meds, whatever it is. But change your habits before you do anything else and you will get to where you want to go. And honestly, even more important than that, you will please God with what you do with your body and your time and your talents and your resources. All right. 
So that is it. That is all I've got today. But I do also want to share with you before we go, you know, if you know me, if you follow me, I am a health and wellness coach. I encourage women to invite God into the fight for their bodies and I have a couple of different ways I do that. Um, I lead women through faith-based accountability groups where I pair you up with a program, a nutrition plan, supplements if you need them. Or in 2024, I'm actually going to open a monthly membership for women who maybe you already have a gym membership. Maybe you love to walk or run and you don't want to do a home workout. Um, you know, maybe you don't need access to the, to the tools that I have, but you just want to be surrounded. You want to be surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, other women who love Jesus and want to steward their bodies well. And you want some of the nutrition and the faith-based resources that I have to give you, um, that is another option that I'm opening in 2024. So no matter what, if you feel like you're flailing and you're getting nowhere in your health and fitness and you're like, it's time, it's time to stand my ground and defend what God has given me and not stop this time. Um, I definitely would love to be a coach who helps you do that. So I'm going to put a couple of links in the show notes that are two different ways to work with me. So if you decide you want to do that, um, just let me know, let me know, ask me questions, whatever. But, and even if you don't work with me, listen, if you, if you don't choose to work with me, that's totally cool, but fight for your body, defend it, stand your ground create habits that last longer than a week or two weeks or three months or whatever, create habits that are going to take you to the grave, knowing that you stewarded your body well with what God had given you. All right. Merry Christmas. I pray this encourages you. Please share it comment, leave me a review. Um, if you share it on social media, make sure you tag me so I can tag you um, and have a merry, merry Christmas and a happy new year.